This is the iRacers Lounge, featuring the latest iRacing news, driver interviews, race reviews, opinions, discussions, rumors, and more. Now here's Alan Fajari and Mike Ellis. Welcome to iRacers Lounge. I'm your host, Alan Pajari. iRacers Lounge is a podcast for the iRacer where we talk all things iRacing in a casual setting. With me here is my usual crew of Mike Ellis and Carlos Fonseca, Brian Kozer, Jeff Walton, and today we got a couple of uh, special guests. We got Logan Clampett and Kevin O'Keefe. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yep. Now, Kevin, let's kind of start with you since I know you got a time constraint here. Um, when did you start iRacing and how did you hear of it? I heard about iRacing probably when it first came out. Uh, I was a student in law school right when I got my first job offer as, a, uh, as an attorney. I picked up the phone, got the job offer. I accepted the job offer. Next thing I did was sign up for iRacing. That was January 2009. So you've been on it for a long time then. So how often do you race? Well, now because I'm married with a kid uh, and a full-time trial attorney job, I, I've i just focused in the iRacing NASCAR series fixed. So I try to race every Thursday and just make that my iRacing for the week. Okay, so you normally run the NIS, and I think you also might run a Sunday race too, right? Is that correct? Yeah, if something happens on Thursday, like I crash or uh, something, I'll drive on Sunday. Um, so the big thing is I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash ruckerskev. That's pretty popular. I have like 4,000 subscribers or something. And people uh, watch my videos. Uh, mostly they watch it at work, right? So if I crash out on Thursday night and only make a, like a five-minute video, I feel bad for my viewers. I want to give them their entertainment. So I'll race the Sunday night race. All right. What type of wheel and pedals do you use there? I just upgraded to a Fanic um, Club Sport wheel- wheelbase of Lime 2 with the uh, version 2 with the um, GT uh, rim. Nice. And I have the uh, Club Sport V2 pedals. But I was using a, a G25 up until just recently. How big a difference is that jump? I mean, were you, did you get, get faster? I wouldn't say you get faster. Um, Okay, I would if I raced road more, I would say you'd be faster with the pedals. Uh, but it feels like I'm driving a a real car instead of driving a toy. You know, the difference in right. the wheelbase a uh, a loan uh, makes it a good purchase. But for the fact that the simple fact of the matter is that it's really expensive, <laughs> so it it's not for everybody. Yeah, but I yeah no, I believe the VT uses a. A belt-driven motor instead of gear-driven, so it should be a lot smoother. And uh, for comparison between the G25 pedals and uh, the V2s are are a big difference there. So uh, how many monitors do you have there, Kevin? Well, again, I have the luxury of having a, uh, a wife who has a decent job, and I'm an attorney, so... When I moved to New Jersey in January 2009, 2013 and bought a house, I said, you know what, I'm just going all out. So I, I, I got an Obutto uh, and three monitors, 24-inch. Nice. Yep. 
And what's your most memorable iRacing moment, Kevin? Uh, I won the Indy 500 on on fuel in uh, 2012, and uh, that's definitely my proudest achievement in iRacing. And uh, there was nobody home when it happened. My my wife was away, and I didn't. I don't really have a lot of friends on iRacing. I don't have a team. I don't have a uh, TeamSpeak channel to cheer into. So it was very much much screaming in my house. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't have any milk at home, so it was just me cheering around and looking like a dork. Yeah, the neighbors probably thought you lost your mind. Yeah, that that must it was the only one. And then of course, you know, you call your father or something and then he goes like, "Okay, so you won a video game." <laughs> they don't get it, do they? <laughs> no. No, they don't. Um Kevin, how did you come up with your Twitch and YouTube name Rutgers Kev? I got an idea, but I want you officially to let us know. Well, I'm not very good at uh original name. So when I went to Rutgers, I graduated in 2005. Uh, I played online poker and my online poker name was Rutgers Kev. And I actually met some really good friends just having the name Rutgers Kev because it's like, hey, I also go to Rutgers. So uh, because of that, you know, I just, that's my, that's my email account. So that's my Twitch name. That's my YouTube account. That's my name. That's my online name from now on. That sounds a lot like me. I use the same name for everything. And when did you start streaming your races? I started streaming because I liked, I wanted to get into this game, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, when it first came out. And I thought, hey, maybe if we stream our guild events, more people will join the guild. So I upgraded my internet and said, okay, we're going to see if we can do the streaming thing. And turns out Star Wars The Old Republic wasn't very good. So that was fall winter of 2011 i think no 2012 and then uh, no I, I actually don't know so at that time i wasn't doing much i racing um so after star wars the old republic wound up not stinking uh, i used streaming to kind of motivate me to uh to i race i gave myself a set schedule and said hey you know if i tell my viewers i'm going to be on every tuesday night at this time streaming this race and it comes that night at that time, then I need to race. I'm not just going to go, well, I don't like that track. I don't, I don't trust my safety rating, et cetera, et cetera. It gave me the motivation to finally uh, race. So that was in my first stream was October 2012. That was the Pet, Petit Le Mans. You can find that on uh, YouTube. It's a really bad quality. It's 480p. Now, what do you attribute all your uh, viewers your subscribers to your high account is that just from the longevity of your account you know it's been five six years or uh, did you get them all from iRacing or where did they all come from yeah they're all from iRacing I actually made a separate account uh, just for other games but I uh, so it's all from iRacing I I think it's a couple things I had a couple exciting moments happen in the beginning of my channel you know notoriously the why me and uh, so that got me some popularity. And other than Empty Box, who's not a streamer, I was one of the first people doing it. Uh, nowadays, there's a lot of people streaming. So being on the ground floor kind of helped. Uh, also, sticking to a set schedule, having a personality. You know, I'm not the best person. I'm in the top split, but run middle of the pack at best. But I'm somebody people root for. You know, uh, people tune into my uh, races and 
have a rooting interest in where I finish. And the fact, I guess the fact that I'm likable to a certain degree uh, helps in my uh, longevity. Yeah, just for the people that don't know, Empty Box is actually Matt Orr on iRacing. So if you happen to see Matt Orr in your in one of your races, that is Empty Box, and hopefully he might be recording it and he might be in a race that, uh, that he puts out there. He's an extremely popular YouTube channel. Um, Kevin, since you mentioned the Why Me, where did Why Me come from? It came from uh, out of frustration. So I was in this uh, league that was hosting a special Daytona 500. And to get in the Daytona 500, you had to finish top third in their uh, qualifying races. And it seems like every single qualifying race I would get crashed out. and Or something bad would happen in terms of bad luck. I was definitely one of the faster cars. And I was leading or in second place, and the caution came out, and we had a one-lap shootout there at the end. And uh, I got wrecked. Uh, so that was just, I was just super, super frustrated. And, and speaking of the why me, why do you call yourself the cooler? Oh, so yeah, that, that hasn't happened so much now that I'm in the top split with better drivers, but for some strange reason, guys are able to control their car the entire race until they get around me, either in front of me or behind me. Cars just seem to wreck around me. Uh, no, most, most, no, notoriously, Dane Van Gisbergen uh, or Gisberg is a uh, is a V8 supercar driver, and he was in a A fixed or an NIS fixed at Pocono, and he's just driving around and crashes himself in turn one just because just because he got close to me. So uh, the the movie uh, the the cooler the guys the guy gives people bad luck just standing next to them. That's kind of how I feel in iRacing. Yep, very good movie, William H. Macy. So if you haven't uh, seen it, check it out. It's a good movie. All right, uh, Kevin, I know sometimes you take a lot of flack in a race about your stream. Does it bother you? Uh, I, can't, I can't not bother you. <laughs> you kind of uh, have to let it not bother you. You kind of have to at least make it seem like it doesn't bother you, or they'll just keep keep it up. There's definitely... If you're going to get into streaming, it's just something you're going to have to accept, unfortunately. Uh, there's just a lot of jerks out there, and um, iRacing's better at handling it because of the sporting code than other games. So I'm glad I'm not doing other games where maybe the, the people are more hostile. But uh, it's definitely something that I wouldn't have to put up with if I didn't stream. So sometimes you do have to ask yourself, like, is all this worth it? But then you see, like, you know, the great comments in the channel or how, you know, um, people were in the hospital for two weeks and just put my playlist on. And that's what helped them, you know, pass the time when in the hospital. So, so the, the comments like that are, are keep me going. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, how would you compare the racing, just just the, the racing... Um, etiquette, I should say, to what it was a couple years ago. Boy, that's really hard to say because a couple years ago I was racing C-Fixed and now I'm mostly only racing the NIS. Uh, and there's a huge difference because of the length of the race. Um, you know, it's really, really hard to say. There's, um, there's certain people in this game that will put their cars where they shouldn't go. 
and they feel like they're entitled to the to the certain spot, and then they cre then they crash, and they lose a minoscopic part of I uh, part of their I rating, and then they're back next week. Uh, in order to go from an A license to a C license, or even a you know you have to be a D license to not race in the NASCAR series. I mean that's a huge drop. You'd have to wreck almost every corner of every lap for a week to drop that. Right. Uh, so. You, you will always have those kind of guys. And me, because I'm not going to win a lot of races, I, I just let them go. And I get, a, I get a little flack. I get a lot of flack from that. So you'll, you're, you definitely have people in this game that uh, are overly aggressive because they're driving a virtual car that they would never do if they were in real life with a sponsor and an owner to answer to. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. So do you think that the safety rating even matters when it comes to the NIS? It doesn't matter unless you make it matter. Uh, some people hold safety rating in such high regard that any little X matters to them, but no, it doesn't matter. Uh, I would make I would make safety rating a lot stricter, but I would keep the requirements wide, especially for the series I run, I race a NASCAR series because I race a NASCAR series. Uh, let's face it, is what makes people join the game. And they should have the opportunity to run in it. It shouldn't be a, you know, a, a um, what's that? A, what's that expression? Like like the old boys club or something. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're if you're if you're getting a four X in every race that that you're running, you shouldn't have an A license. And right now you can. Mike. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I agree with you. I, I you know. I don't even care about SR because all I run is NIS, just like you. But there's no penalty for for it. You know, it's like occasionally during the year I might fall to a B. You know, based I oh it's Bristol week, so I'm going to fall to a B, or it's Martinsville, and I don't even care because next week I'll be an A again. You know, it's not a big deal. And um, but you're right. But there's other people that take it to even more extreme than I do. So, and, and I think that's who you're talking about. Well, there's certain people, and then they're new to the game, but you know they go from a B uh, 4.0 to a C 1.2 and rage about and want to quit the game, right? Mean, meanwhile, they only race C fixed, so it it doesn't affect anything that they do. It's it's just a number on the screen. Um, so you you so those are those are the people I was talking about, where you know you really can't you really can't let I I rating them control your life. But you got to be able to control your car, and there's certain there's certain people that can't control their car, but still seem to uh, be in the top groups every week. Yeah, speaking of the top split, uh, you know I always watch your races, and you're always in the top split. There certainly is a lot of talking going on. Um, how can you stand all that talking going on, especially all that Larry stuff that was <laughs> being discussed? Well, it's iRacing NASCAR series is sort of like a league for all intents and purposes. You race with the same people. I'm sure all leagues have their own inside jokes. Uh, but unfortunately, this is a public league, so six people have their inside jokes, but broadcast it to the 35 of us that are in there, plus all the viewers. Uh, if it was me and I wasn't streaming, I would probably just turn it off. But uh, because I'm streaming, people find it entertaining, so I have to leave it on. Yeah, I have to admit that I, I enjoy you leaving it on. I like to hear what uh, people say. 
especially with, uh, I think, your Michigan race when uh, 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 when there was an argument between a couple of cars uh, very early on about someone being aggressive. And I th think we might know who that person is that was aggressive. And uh, so that's always enjoyable to listen to. Well, it, ah. it's it, well, it is definitely part of the show. Another advice I would give streamers is just showing up and driving a car is not entertaining to people who are watching. You kind of have to put on a show. Whether and how you do that is up to you. You know whether you want to dance on camera or you just want to talk about what movie is coming out. You got to be entertaining, right? But uh, that is entertaining. Them two two people arguing is entertaining. So you def definitely leave that part in. <laughs> Yep, and uh, please don't uh, dance. Uh, I don't mind you singing every once in a while, but uh, just don't dance. <laughs> oh, you should see some Twitch streamers, especially late at night. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite oval car to drive on the sim? Well, I, that's that's not a question. It's it's the it's the sprint car. Uh, you know, the A car. If all things, if the car was the most popular car in iRacing, my most my best car favorite car would be the national series car that a d car i like the way that car drives i like uh the distance of the races i like the tracks that they run at but it, it's just not popular enough yeah you got to race for the people are right yeah if i was the best d class driver in the world i would have half the viewers that i do now <laughs> yeah so what's your favorite oval track then I like I like big tracks that are driver tracks. So Kansas would be a good example. Uh, it's a track that's really really tricky to tricky to drive. You got to drive that high line and hit the line exactly right every time. Uh, you got to be able to control your throttle. But it's a big track. It's not a short track. You know, short tracks are more short tracks, are especially driver tracks, because you got to you know hit the brakes and you know do do things you wouldn't normally do at a mile and a half. But I'm not very good at the short track. So I like big tracks or driver tracks. Homestead, Kansas, uh, let's see, Kentucky, Texas, those kind of tracks. Yeah, those are my favorite too. Uh, what's your favorite road car? Uh, the Corvette with a uh, close second to the, to the C-Spec. Yeah, I, I I'm just uh, recently driving the Corvette. I really love that car. Uh, what's your favorite road track? Mm. Uh, I'm not very good at road. Uh, I wish I was better. It's really frustrating to practice and practice and not get any better. So my favorite road tracks are the tracks I can drive, which would be the tracks I know. So probably Road America is my favorite uh, track with uh, Suzuka close second. Okay. Uh, last year, you had the privilege of being sent to the Skip Barber School um, because of uh, the referrals that you got through your your channel when people were signing up. Can you tell us a little bit about the experience that you had? Yeah. So uh, super exciting. It was on a Tuesday, so I had to take a day off of work, and then I kind of had to leave work uh, a little early on Monday. So that was that didn't make my boss too happy, but that's another story. So I hop in the car after work on Friday. I drive to Skip Barber 
And there's a bunch of signs on the, uh, I think it's called the Tectonic Turnpike in, um, in New York about deer. And I'm like, I don't, I don't see any deer. And I round, I, I'm, I'm cresting a hill. So I'm just, I'm just coming down the hill and there's a deer sitting right there in the middle of the road. And I'm going 65, 75 miles an hour. And I don't know how I missed him. Uh, I hit the brakes and I turned the car and the car basically almost flipped and I'm mean, and I'm basically almost down a mountain, <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know what happened. Uh, I the car just caught itself, and I kept going, and that was the most dangerous thing that happened the whole the whole weekend. <laughs> Skip Skip Barber yeah. wasn't 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 dangerous at all. Uh, um, so Skip Barber, when you're there for the one day racing school, they do not time you. Uh, you. You are at the end of the day, you're you're set off, and you can run the track on your own with a stop. On the front stretch, maybe at some tracks they'll stop in the back stretch. This was at Lime Rock, so because you stop on the front stretch, you you won't be at max speed heading in, into turn one, and there's no time, right? So I said to myself, look, I got nothing to prove. I'm not gonna just drive it into a corner harder harder than I think and lose traction and wreck the car. You know, I'm just gonna go out there and have fun. So that's what I did, and I was only one of like two guys who didn't set a wheel wrong uh, the entire day. And uh, I had a lot of fun. It was it was definitely a uh, experience, and I thank uh, iRacing for give, giving me the opportunity to go because I unlikely would have went on my own. So what actually happens if you wad up a car? You got to pay for it. So you can it's four hundred dollars for the insurance, and all the insurance does is limit your exposure to two thousand dollars. So you're paying four hundred dollars for the privilege to pay them two thousand dollars if you wreck the car. Nice. Yeah. So even though I got the free uh, trip, I still paid the insurance money. I'm just thinking that's your incentive to keep it on, off the grass, right? Right. And right. And you know, and you can see why. And you sign all sorts of waivers, you know, that waive the barber of their liability if you do something stupid. Uh, they space the cars out pretty good. Um, except, I mean, you're driving a car. You're driving a machine. If you turn, if you turn it to the right, it's going to go right, right? So if the turn is a left turn and you go right and you hit the wall, you know that's on you, right? So you what you are nose to tail and during the lead follow sessions where the instructor's in the in the pace car and kind of drives around the track and you follow him, and every session he gets faster and faster. So you are kind of nose to tail there. So you so you do have to pay a bit of attention. But other than that, you know as long as you use your head, uh, I felt I felt very safe. Uh, I felt I felt I had a lot more grip than the Skip Barber and I racing. Cool. So it must have been a lot of fun for you then. It's definitely an experience that I would recommend, but it's not for everybody because it's what is it like eighteen hundred hours for the one day. Yep. Um, do you watch anybody else's uh, channels? I try to see uh, what's going on out there. Um, or if somebody says, "Hey, you got to check out this video," I'll I'll check it out. Uh, I'm I'm into other hobbies, so I use I use YouTube to catch up on my other hobbies. Uh, so there's a lot of channels devoted to my other hobbies. So I watch those while at work instead of iRacing channels. Um, I will check out other uh, Twitch streams though and inter interact with the chat room. Okay. Uh Speaking about streaming, uh, Carlos and you guys stream, do you have any advice for uh, the people that want to get uh, started in streaming? 
It's actually a question for both you and you and Carlos. Crap. Do you want to go first? I don't even know where to start with this. Okay, so, so you're not going to get 50 viewers your first day. It's just something that you're going to have to just accept. Uh, and how you get viewers by streaming is just being a regular streamer at a regular time doing a regular thing. If you, uh, if you hop around to, you know, on Monday night, you are hopping around from session to session and car to car, and nobody knows what's what's going on, then you're, you're not going to get a, a following. But if you say, on Monday night, I'm going to practice for my race, that's on Tuesday night, and then Tuesday night, I'm, I'm going to race, and then Thursday night, I'm going to practice for my race, that's Saturday, and then Saturday, I'm going to race. People know, you know, when they're bored on a, sat on a Saturday night, then they say, hey, uh, I know that Logan is racing. Uh, let me let me see what he's up to on Twitch. Uh, you've got to have a thick skin when you do get popular because if it's not the chat room, it's something else. Uh, I've had things in my personal life that have come up because I'm streaming. Like people have bothered me in my personal life. Uh, you just you know sometimes sometimes you get hate mail because my email address is out there. Sometimes you get nasty comments on the YouTube. He's got to have a thick skin and just know that comes with the territory. It's typical uh, trolling. Yeah, you got to have a personality. If if it's if it's you look at the most popular streamers on Twitch, Matt Malone has a personality. You know, he's he's definitely not the best road road racer in the service. Uh, he will admit that himself. He's he's trying to go ten races without an incident. <laughs> and it's, it's yeah, good luck. <laughs> uh, but he's entertaining, you know. He's uh, he uh, he makes he makes the races fun to watch, and that's something you need to do. How, however, way you want to do it, there's everybody's personality is different. Yeah, um, just oh, just let me uh, break in for the people that don't know who Matt Malone is. He's uh, Showdown 1983 on YouTube and uh, Twitch. He's the Grip TV. Uh, he started that founder, and uh, so there, he has uh, several drivers under the Grip TV uh, nation, and uh, he does a wonderful, wonderful job of uh, providing a show, just like uh, Kevin said. So go ahead, Kevin. In terms of hardware, you don't need much much of a computer than you than you think. Uh, I would recommend you at least give it a give it a go if you have an upload speed greater than two. If your upload speed is greater than two MB. And you get decent frames in iRacing when you normally stream. Uh, I think you should. I think you should give it a try. I think uh, it, re it requires less uh, hardware than you think. Okay, uh, Carlos, you got anything to add to that? Hell, I don't know. It pretty much covered a lot of what what it takes to stream. But most, really, the most important thing was the internet connection of upload speed. I learned that the hard way last year. I mean, I used to stream. I streamed a few races last year. Then I, well, you know, the issue I had with Comcast and their lousy connections, and I wasn't able to stream anymore. But it's pretty much all there is. And the chat, if it, if you get anyone, I really did. I really had anyone watch my videos. So that might have been contributed to me stopping. But I guess that's one thing to do. Don't quit. If just because you don't get any viewers, eventually you will. That's pretty. That's pretty much all I can add. Yeah, it's something that uh, I've thought about doing, and I've had people tell me that they would like me to do it. I do have a 27 meg 
upload speed, so I'm <laughs> fast. But yeah, one of the things I am concerned about though is, um, you know, will it take? Will I be lagging because of it? So I just haven't tried it. So maybe I, sh I should. Hell, if you have a 27, you should you should be good to go. Well, yeah, 27 up, you'd be fine. That's more than me. I have 20. I have 10. Okay, now, Kevin, I think there was one thing last year that, that you mentioned during a race, and I've always been kind of fascinated on this statement. You said uh, that one thing that everyone has on the sim is a reputation. Said either you're the record guy, or you're the you're the guy that lets people go, or you're the guy that always says I'm sorry, type of guy. So, what type of reputation would you like to have? <laughs> well, you know, I let my racing speak for itself, but it just doesn't seem to get you anywhere. Uh, you know, everybody knows I would hope that I'm pretty respectful and. Don't do don't do anything out of the ordinary. And if somebody's faster than me, I will let them go. But if you make uh, one mistake, they'll flame you in voice chat to to no end. So uh, I want it to be something where it's a, a give and take. Um, but at the same, time, I I know I know my reputation is I'm gonna be. If you drive close to me, you're gonna be on YouTube, and then you're gonna be YouTube famous. And I think that's just something I have to deal with. And uh, but that was a uh, that was a good point that you made. I think I think I'm a special exception because I stream, uh, and people know if they say or do anything, it's going to be on video. I think people know if they watch my channel who people are. You know, people know you know Zebra Car, for example, of the 2014 yep. season, right? <laughs> people know who Zebra Car is, and they know him. They know him by name, and you see some of my other videos where people get like really mad at me. Um, Kentucky this year was a really good example where somebody basically wrecked me and said, you did, you did the same thing to me. And I had no idea who, who he was or what he was talking about. Uh, I think if you can be, uh, oh, I know that guy. That guy's fast. I'm going to let him go. Or, oh, I know that guy. That guy's dangerous. I'm going I'm to let him go. Right? What, which, which reputation would you want? Yeah, that's exactly, you know, everyone would want a, a nicer reputation, but a lot of people don't have it. No, so. it's unfortunate. It ties back to the safety rating thing. Yep, that it does. Um, and then for your last question, so we can let you go and let you uh, deal with your uh, computer issues that you're working on so you can practice for your Bristol race, is besides the time constraint... How has being a father changed you? <laughs> well, I'm lucky I have a great wife. Uh, she's uh, the uh, I couldn't do it without her, right? But I do do it without her because she travels every other week. So I'm Mr. Mom uh, and taking care of the baby. I tell you, uh, when you when you pick him up at daycare and he, his, he sees you and his eyes all get wide and he's happy to see you and stuff like that, right? The stuff like that, you really can't, you just you can't get that uh, emotion any, anywhere else. Uh, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. 
All right, Kevin, we're going to let you go, and we're going to move on to uh, Logan. So uh, thank you for being on, Kevin. Really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, of course, you're invited to be back anytime. And uh, love to have you on. I'll be obviously watching your races, and uh, maybe after you pull off that win, we'll have you on so you can uh, celebrate it with Good everyone. luck at Bristol tonight. Yeah, well, I'll need it for Bristol. Uh, I, I get lapped on, under green at this place with – Top split, guys. The uh, the uh, the top one percent of i of i racing is sort of like the wealth of the world. How uh, the fiftieth fifty wealthiest people in the world are richer than the top half or something. Uh, that's how it is in i racing, man. These the, the guys who are at the very top are just out of out of this world fast. Yep, I uh, agree. If you so a cheap plug here. If you if, if you want to find me, just type Rutgers Kev into Google. R u t g e r s. You'll find YouTube, Twitch, uh, any any other thing I do that involves uh, my hobbies, whether it's Hearthstone or board gaming or anything. All right, cool. And also, uh, better luck to you at Darlington this year oh, than well. last year. <laughs> uh, seeing how this Bristol practice is going, I don't expect Darlington to be any better. Hope that's that's a race where if I wasn't streaming, I would skip it. Yeah. All right. So thank you very much. Take I care. appreciate that. Yep. And All right, uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, take care. You bet. Yep. Bye bye. All right, uh, let's talk to one of these one percenters, Mr. Clampett. Oh, he's Hello. in that group, isn't he? Yes, he is. All right, Logan. So when did you start i racing? I started in March 2013. Um, my friend showed me iRacing on Skype, shared his screens, and I'm like, oh god, uh, this looks like a really fun game, and I tried it out, and it, yeah, it was, it was really fun, I totally recommend it. Yeah, so how often do you race? Um, I usually race, uh, every week, every other week, uh, it depends how I feel, if I want to race or not, or... Just hang out, uh, listen to music. It depends. Okay, what series do you normally run in? I normally run C-Fixed a lot. I won the championship uh, last season. Okay, cool. And uh, and what else do you run then? Um, I I run B Open every other Tuesday, which is live on PSR TV. Uh, this week at Bristol, I didn't race though, uh, which which I should have. Yeah, we <laughs> actually cover that usually on our podcast, uh, that B series that's televised. Yep, and I do want to mention that we do have someone in here that won the split two on Monday night with us, um, which is Brian. Brian, congratulations on that win. Thank you. Uh, that was a uh, lot of fun to get that win, especially here at Bristol. And that's yep. your. Second career win, right? Second career win and first Xfinity Series win, so that B Open is uh, a lot of fun to run in on a weekly basis. And I can tell you're practicing right now. Um, Logan, what type of wheel and pedals do you have? I just use the normal uh, G27 and uh, G27 pedals. I, <laughs> I'm missing one clamp on my G27, though, which is kind of difficult to drive with, but... Uh, I'm dealing with it till I find a new one. Okay. Um, do you use triple monitors or just single? 
No, just a single 27-inch monitor. Uh, it's it's a basic setup. Nothing too, uh, too out of the world. I'm trying to figure out what it is about a lot of you guys that are so fast. You guys got the kind of the cheaper wheel and the single monitor. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I really want to upgrade to uh, an Abuto uh, here pretty quickly because my setup is pretty bad right now. I, I at least uh, want that and uh, try and find a new G27 clamp. Uh, do you uh, participate in any leagues? Yeah, I participate in All Pro Racing. Uh, they do a lot of work over there. They're going to sponsor me in the Pro Series. I race. Uh, I also race Sim Race Authority and Bar. Okay. I've uh, heard of all those three leagues. They're good leagues. Um, are you part of a team? I am. Um, I am on Dead Zone Racing with Alan Bowes, Ryan Lowe. Uh, there's a lot of pro drivers over there, like uh, Shane Doherty, Brandon Hoff, all those guys. Okay, yeah, that sounds like a very good team, very, very good guys to uh, to uh, race with and uh, to be part of a team with there. Um, what's your most memorable iRacing moment? Um, <laughs> I I still remember the day I won my first win. That was really exciting. I. <laughs> I was I was screaming and stuff, but when I win, it's not really a big deal. I remember uh, I was on Road to Pro, and I won A Open. I was pretty excited for that, too. All right, so let's let's talk about that a little bit. Um, Logan, you're one of the lucky few that got invited to the Pro Series. Uh, how did, how did uh, all that come about? Um, it came along great, and uh, in season one, I was ineligible, so I took a shot at season two, and I got fifth in points. Uh, it was it was really fun. I was on Wicked Auto Sports throughout season one, and some of the season two. Then I moved to Lockdown Racing. Okay, and then so did you win a bunch of races to be able to get fifth in points, or just nice consistent uh, finishes? Um, I, I won a couple, but it was usually all top fives is where I, I got to the top 10 in season one and season two in a open. Okay. So, uh, uh, when does the pro series, uh, start up for you guys? Uh, it starts up, uh, I think, I think the end of November and then it goes through the beginning of January. Okay. So how many races is that? Uh, they said, uh, 10 to 12 weeks, it's going to be on LSR TV every Tuesday at 9 Eastern. So that's, okay. the, that's the same, uh, time slot as the B series, right? So they just kind of do that in the off, that'll be the next thing after the B series. Yeah, pretty much, but they don't, PSR TV only streams peak and B open. I see. Uh, not, uh, LSR TV, Laura Lawson, they stream the pro series. Right. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Peak is going to be off by that time. They're going to be done for their season. Right. Um, we're, pla we're planning on getting our license uh, after the Peak series. Okay, so for the Peak series, the top 20 are going to automatically move on to next season. And so 
anybody that's not in that top 20 is going to be running in the pro series. And so these are the type of people that you're going to be running with, correct? Yes. So are you uh, really looking forward to the opportunity? And also, what do you think your chances are to be in the top 20 to be able to move up into the peak series? Um, I, I can't wait for it. Um, there'll be, there'll be a lot of cautions though. I just, I just got to survive and hopefully get top 15s every week to get to the top 20. If I don't, then, well, top 20 gets your division world championship license and then 21st through 30th, you keep your pro license, but you have to qualify with other pros into the races. Uh, it's going to be 41st through 43rd. So do you have a team of guys you're setting up, like a spotter and a crew chief, that are going to work with you on these pro races? Or? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have a spotter and crew chief. I'm, I'm not sure who, though. Once it gets near October, so then I think we'll discuss that. Nice. All right. That's a... Uh... That's a good deal for you. Uh, we're wishing you all the luck there, Logan, on, on making the Peak Series. Yeah, so, I'll tell you what, that's so competitive. And, uh, yeah, congratulations for getting as far as you have already. You know, it's uh, quite an accomplishment. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and let's speak a little bit about the Peak Series. Uh, uh, last week they were at Watkins Glen, and uh, Nick Ottinger, Won his second race in a row, dominating performance. Did you happen to see that at all, Logan? Um, I was I was on vacation at the time, but I watched the last I'd say seven or five laps. I was pretty happy for Nick. For Nick, uh, I thought he was going to be in the Pro Series because of his luck this season, but he's won the last two races. I'm pretty proud of him because he's one of my good buddies. Yep, he's. Did awfully well last two races, and uh, to be able to uh, dominate over Humpy and uh, and Conti like he did um, was a very good race. Uh, there was some controversy about the qualifying, though. Um, the announcement to start uh, qualifying actually went over the spectators' channel, so uh, only the drivers that had people spectating actually knew when to start qualifying. And so there was actually a couple cars that got received one lap penalty for that race and uh as you guys know for a uh, Watkins Glen where there's no cautions uh one lap penalty instead of like uh just a end of line penalty was really uh demoralizing for these two drivers that got that why did they get the penalty um because it was actually it was a timing issue when they can go and when they can't and so they went prematurely or something yeah, they went prematurely because they were sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting, and the time was starting to come down, and so then they went, and I guess it was premature. So, yeah. So that's uh, – but but that's a little bit of controversy there for Watkins Glen. But uh, otherwise, it was a good race, and it was, uh, was a good thing. And, uh, and uh, hopefully next year we're watching uh, Logan in that, in that series uh, racing that. All right, Logan, I know you don't do NIS uh, stuff, but we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Watkins Glen NIS. Um, uh, Mike, how'd your races go? <laughs> yeah, I was in second split uh, on the sixth, and uh, 
look at the entry list and uh, Shane Van Gisbergen uh, was in there and he drives the super uh, supercar V8s in Australia. Uh, real race car driver. I'm like, okay, we know who's going to win. And he actually did. Um, uh, he was super fast and uh, obviously schooled everybody in there. I think, Carlos, you had some run-ins with him, didn't you? I wasn't in that race. I think it was Alan. That would be me. Oh, so uh, Alan, you got ran over. I got ran over. I was I was uh, on the radio there letting everyone know I was going to pit. And as you know, coming out of that last turn, you want to kind of hug the inside and let the outside uh, go. I was doing that. I was I was on a uh, the 30 uh, 30 lap field run. I was on my last lap there, so I was puttering to get in. And uh, apparently Shane either did not hear me or really wanted the inside, so he punted me. <laughs> and, and it was uh, I was still lucky to be able to pit, but uh, I lost a lot of time and lost a lot of stuff. And and of course I lost my composure and sped out of the pits and then had to come back in and stuff. But uh, so yeah, that race wasn't very good. But uh, Carlos, you can talk about your win. Did we do that last time? <laughs> and anyway, I don't know. I'm always happy to talk about it. That's the only win I'll probably get in a long time. But you know how that went. It's just now, you quite won fun. the Wednesday before our last record, I think, at the Watkins yep. Glen race, right? Yeah, I had a horrible week uh, myself. I finished uh, 21st and 25th and open and fixed, and I parked it for the week because I was uh, just not good. I don't know what my deal was. It's definitely going to be a drop week. That's what's going to happen for me here, Bristol. All right, let's talk about Michigan. Uh, Michigan, there was a lot of good races uh, that went on, a lot of uh, uh, fuel strategy races, good long green runs. It was uh, it was a lot of uh, fun. Um, I actually did four races myself, had three decent finishes. The best one was in the open race on Friday night. Um, where I was able to still take a damaged car and still run pretty fast, which I was pretty happy about. Um, and uh, so anybody else want to say how they did at Michigan? Well, I got mixed results, you know, but I, my best was 12th in the Open, and that gave me 129 points, which uh, makes it a, a good result for me. So uh, overall, I'm, I left Michigan happy, and uh, it was, you know, ready to move on to Bristol. I don't know about Michigan for me. I end- you know, I enjoy Michigan. It's my favorite track, if you ask me, because I'm always up there at the front and had a really solid shot to win that race on Wednesday and Thursday, but two things uh, went wrong for me. Just yeah. bad strategy. Yeah, Logan, you should give uh, more than NIS. I know your last one you said was Kentucky that you've done. You should give more of this uh, more of this run, whether it's either open or fixed. It's a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Uh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm practicing for Bristol. I'm still deciding what whether to do it or not. Um, but maybe maybe I will, maybe I won't. But it's Bristol cautions, all that stuff. Yeah, I kind of consider Bristol kind of like a roll of the dice, whether you're going to be in the wreck or not. You know, so it, it doesn't necessarily have anything with your driving ability. It just it's so hard to stop there. Sometimes you think that everyone's going to wash down the track and they don't, or you go low and everyone washes down the track. It's just uh, it, it's a crapshoot, if you ask me. Yeah, I usually race, uh, they call it NISB Open, but uh, the last time I raced that was the Glen and I got fifth. 
All right. And Mike, you want to talk about uh, the point standings? As well, a yeah, just briefly, NIS uh, point standings in the open um, overall. I wanted to point out a, a couple notables, including myself. I'm running 19th. Wow, top 20. Uh, but also uh, a friend of the show, Jason K. Miller, is in second in points behind Chuck Sweeting, our point leader. All right, way to go, Junior, there. Yeah, way to go. Go get that lead. Yeah, uh, Logan, you do any road racing? Um, No, not really. Sometimes I just hop into random road uh road races just for the fun of it but i usually wreck out uh i do a lot of Mazda cup though my favorite track is it's either okiyama or summit point uh one of those two i can't really choose in between okay uh while we're on your favorite track what's your favorite oval track my favorite oval track i i have to say it's probably Atlanta. I really like Atlanta. I'm oh yeah, really fast. Yeah, I really love love Atlanta. It's a fun track. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the new Blancan GT series that they got coming out and uh, season four. Uh, the Blancan GT Endurance Series uh, is going to be the qualifier for the 2016 Blancan GT Series, which is uh, they're going to be their new pro team series that we've been discussing and so just to let you guys know a little bit about the things you have to declare your team you have to declare what car you're in uh you have to do that by sending an email to uh, uh worldchamp at iracing.com and uh you have to list out uh, like i said the car the, your team members and make sure you have your their and customer it has to be formatted a certain way and all this stuff there's a lot of different rules you guys really need to read them if you're interested, but we just wanted to summarize that a bit. Yep, you can have up to four drivers on your team, um, but you need at least two, so two to four, and uh, there's and only going to be... two for each start. You have to have two drivers for each during each race at, at a minimum. Right, and so there's going to be six races that's going to be over the 12 weeks. Uh, there has been uh, proposed which six to drive but this has only been proposed by uh by the group by the community so, right yep, to I racing so, the, so yep so nothing's official but uh it's uh proposed to be like monza rotolana brands hatch zolder silverstone and spa I, I love five of them i can't stand silverstone but i love five of those tracks so hopefully that's what they do um but uh mike you guys got a team right uh Tell us Man, we've been organizing. Uh, we've submitted uh, for two cars now. Uh, car A is going to be the BMW led by Carlos uh, with Lance Gentles, Brad Miller, and Jose Pabon. And car B is going to be the McLaren with myself. And um, who else is running with me? Brian. Brian Kozer, right? Matt Bowley. And Matt Bowley, and we're doing three people on that team. So, and then we're potentially putting together a third car with uh, Jeff Walton and, um, and Justin Fate. Okay, um, I submitted a team for uh, our one-up uh, endurance team, which is just going to be myself, uh, Jason K. Miller, and Colton Landis and uh, McLaren. And so we're going to give it a go through our hat in the ring. Uh, I'm not expecting to make pro, but it should be uh, fun, fun to try. 
Yeah, we're not expecting that either, but we like to make them earn it, you know? They got to have lap cars, right? Yeah, they got to have lap cars. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, but uh, normally we're like in the second split, I think, for this at least this season endurance. And uh, we're we're actually been doing pretty good. We're not a lap car, but, uh, you know, you got to be in top split to be, even have a sh- shot at this thing. And, and we're not there, especially uh, at, uh, at our I rating. So, but... Um, it should be uh, a lot of fun. So anyways, uh, they did also list some stuff about uh, next year's season and when the races will be. It's going to last basically from April through September of next year. And uh, and this will all be on their Pro Series, and uh, you can uh, read about that when you uh, look at the thing. they also offering up uh, cash prizes, and you can read about all their cash Real prizes. Real cash. Yep, real cash, and they got some game credits too for uh, for like drivers' championships and uh, and manufacturing championships. So it's actually a lot of money down there. Yeah. So, so the driver uh, or team championship is six thousand dollars split amongst the drivers. The team. Yep. Yep. So uh, so go get it. Uh, they're uh, pro drivers. So I wonder if um, if uh, Gregor Hutu will uh, try for this. There's a forum post about you know who what who's uh, throwing their hat in the ring. I haven't seen his name listed yet, but there's quite a bit of teams with some really good, very highly rated uh, road drivers. All right. Um, also, I just want to let you guys know you can uh, check this out in the forums on the on the league section about uh, the NES and the GES. They're starting their endurance uh, season twos uh, seasons coming up here, and um, uh, you guys can check them out on the forum. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, GES is actually a lower class. Uh, endurance series where if you're one of the top five, I believe, after the season, you'll get an automatic uh, invitation to the NES, which is a higher uh, rated guys. Uh, there is a I rating minimum that you must have Isn't there also uh, for this. Entry? Yeah, and there's an entry fee uh, that is with this, um, but they are a very good league. Uh, I wish Kevin was still on, but Kevin was part of the NES or NES last year and uh i uh raced in the ges last year and uh that was a lot of fun um a very good league very both of them are very uh very uh, uh professionally ran leagues i should say so if uh you're in, interested in that go check them out on the forums all right here's something that um maybe logan might have uh, some knowledge about, which is, uh, why don't you explain this a little bit, Mike? You, you might have put this on. Yeah, it's about brake fade, and there was a there was a forum post uh, discussing this, and Eric Kudek from the iRacing staff, who actually does all the dynamics for the cars, he basically confirmed, which I didn't really know, so I wanted to bring this up. We do have brake fade in iRacing. And here's what he says, we already have dynamic braking friction in the sim. If the brakes get too hot, pad friction reduces and braking performance degrades. Also, in fact, most of the pads in our model start out with relatively lower grip until they come up to temperature. Oh, that makes sense. Found that out, I guess. I had a little touch of that yesterday in that GT3 race I did. I guess guess it wasn't just me. Well, 
I remember a year ago, and I can't recall what track, I swear there was brake fade, and people were telling me, oh, there's no such thing, you know, but I think I've experienced this before. Logan, you know anything about this? Uh, no, I don't, actually. Yeah, me neither. So it is interesting that uh, that it does do that, which is uh, good, actually. But, you know, a lot of times in races when you see people, like, uh, going back and forth uh, before they start the race or during the restart, you see them, like, warming up their tires type of thing. Right. Well, I've always heard that, you know, that how that really doesn't help your tires. But what you should do, though, is to... Do warm the use brakes. some of your brakes. Yep, warm your brakes. And so this would fall right into it. So I guess it, uh, you makes know. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, I had no idea that that was the case, really, you know, but now we know officially. Yep. Um, Mike, you want to talk about the next subject there? Well, you know, this is a reoccurring theme. I'll just bring it up quickly, but uh, people asking for money on the forums again. And uh, this time, it's actually jo uh, some real race car driver looking for some big money, like $75,000. So, so uh, send and he's right actually raised a little bit. Uh, looks like he's got $640 so far. All right. Well, good luck to him. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, I still think he's not reaching out to the right group, uh, really, to... Yeah, you need to find some big money guys that uh, are willing to. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be looking at the gamers for, for this type of thing at all. All right, uh, Mike, uh, why don't you uh, go ahead and uh, mention about the next subject too? Okay, this is new in the last couple of days. Uh, it's in the tech news, but basically, Intel has uh, uh, been discussing their new chip. Uh, it's called Skylake. It's the new. You know how they have the different Haswell and different kinds of uh, class of processors. Well, the new class is called Skylake. And uh, what we've learned so far is Skylake processors will simultaneously support three 4K monitors at 60 hertz. Uh, so Intel is working on a, a embedded graphics package right for their chip. Uh, that supports three monitors, just like we like, but at that 4K resolution. Um, very uh, interesting. I thought I would mention that. The other thing that was interesting is during this conference, uh, this Intel Developers Conference that they're having, uh, iRacing was actually involved in one of the presentations. Uh, they demonstrated a, a, a racing rig here, uh, running iRacing with what's called VRX, which is powered by this new Skylake processor. VRX is like a camera system, kind of like the Microsoft uh, Xbox camera system. It has three little cameras, and it points at your face and apparently somehow uh, changes your view based on where you're looking kind of thing. So a lot like Track IR, but better. Yeah, like Track IR, exactly. So... But it's going to be more, you know, built by Intel, you know, and not just for iRacing, but all games, you know, lots of different games. But uh, it was neat to see that iRacing got involved with Intel uh, at this level and uh, was able to show this off during their developers conference. Really neat. All right, uh, Logan, while I'm thinking about it, just even though this is kind of off, off of where we're at, 
who are your competitors that you're going to be uh, uh, or that you raced against and they open to be able to uh, to get up there? You can go ahead and name names. Um, Josh Berry, Dylan Duvall, Ryan Luza, um, Joey Israelson, a lot of go, uh, a lot of those guys. I have to look at the list again. Oh, and uh, Dylan Rafferty. Okay. Lots of heavy hitters there. Yeah, I know Luza is awfully, awfully quick and fast. I'm actually surprised he's not a pro already. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a that's a good list. Um, Easter eggs and eye racing. Yeah, those are those little things you see. Uh, well, what I learned here, I wanted to to uh, bring up is. You can fly around like a bird in iRacing. And if you don't know how, this is how you do it. Uh, put your sim in replay. Put it on the chase camera. Pause it. Do control F12. Control Z. Then space bar. Then use your mouse from that point with the right and left click to move around and fly. And then once you do that, you can start looking for these Easter eggs. And they're just basically things that the iRacing staff has put in, a, in the track. Like a picture of Dale Earnhardt Jr. in Pit Road. Uh, on one of these tracks or something like that. Another one is at the first left-hander at Lime Rock, if you go uh, out into the, the runoff there, there's a land shark, apparently. That's awesome. You've seen that, huh, Carlos? No, it just sounds awesome. Now I need to go check this stuff yeah, out Yeah, you now. have to go look for it, right? Uh, apparently there's another one. Uh, is There's a yacht at Phillip Island that was modeled, at least to some degree, after John Henry's personal yacht. Uh, even the teakwood deck was put in, apparently. Yeah, I, I know I've heard about uh, uh, Dale Jr. and one of the iRacing staff members, I forgot which one, that they're at every track. So if you yeah. look around, yep, so if you look around, you can find them at every track. And I just forgot who the member was or the staff member, but... Uh, but yeah, you can you can find them. They're all they're out there, and uh, so there is a post in the forums about this where people have put down where what they have found. Um, my personal my favorite one is the land shark at Lime Rock. I'm gonna have to go check that out. Yeah, and uh, just flying is pretty cool. And uh, so try that. Uh, control F12, Control Z, Space Bar, and then use your mouse with the buttons. All right, our next topic is about uh, when iRacing scans a track and then the track changes. I do know that they have uh, have recently scanned a couple tracks that have changed since uh, iRacing has them out there, which is Pocono. It's supposed to be obviously less bumpy, which can't wait for that Pocono to come out. And I believe Michigan is one. Um, but uh, Mike, why don't you mention what, uh, what you got here? Yeah, somebody uh, on the forums found a couple other tracks have, are changing. Uh, the Nordschleif, as well as Le Mans, is changing. Uh, they're changing some of the corners around and and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, the, it's a curse. A lot of people say that you know every time they do scan a, a track, uh, changes happen to that scan before we actually get the track. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be, doesn't it? But uh, which kind of makes me say that, well, you can pop in North Wilkesboro in here and people would still have fun and, and drive it. It doesn't matter that it's still around today because some of the tracks we're driving now aren't around today. Like, uh, for example, USA. USA isn't uh, drivable today. Right. 
but you know i think what you know i racing they send staff out to these tracks to scan them they hope that you know they're not going to change before we can get them released but uh it seems to happen yep i am mike you want to talk about the cxc simulations product um yeah, you know, we talked about these guys a little bit in the last podcast, um, but there was another new article out in autoblog.com, which is more of a mainstream automobile-type uh, magazine that reaches a big audience. Yep. Um, but it's a really neat interview. I would check out that video. <clears throat> the host of the show, Jonathan Buckley, actually was trading off between iRacing and actually going and getting in a BMW at Auto Club Speedway and and seeing if it helped him, you know, learn the track and where the his braking points were and that kind of stuff. And it was interesting to hear what he said about it. He was new to iRacing. It was his first impressions. And uh, it, it was neat to, for iRacing to get that exposure, too. Yes, it is. And then... Um Matter of fact, we noticed, um, well, one night I noticed that NBC Sports was in a test session or in a hosted session racing at uh, in Michigan. And uh, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, what they were doing there, Mike? Well, as uh, all of our uh, faithful listeners know, I've been begging Eric Hudek and iRacing to uh, implement these uh these car A changes that NASCAR has been doing at Kentucky and Michigan and Indy with these rule changes, you know, the low downforce, high downforce packages. Hey, I want to race that in the NIS. I've been telling people that. But apparently uh, iRacing went ahead and built this for for NBC for their segment with Parker Kligerman. So uh, Eric Kudek, again from iRacing, confirmed that he did build physics specifically for the high drag data uh, that was given to him for the Michigan uh, Parker Kligerman uh, video thing that they taped for that uh, episode. All right, so that's uh, that's pretty neat. I, I do know that uh, a couple of my teammates actually jumped into their test session and <laughs> was sitting there racing around them. Um, but uh, but yeah, and that, they got that to that experience that package then apparently. Uh, apparently, I guess so. Uh, how about that? Um, they didn't say that. They were just uh, talking about how they just jumped in NBC. Well, so. I'm encouraged that, you know, hey, it's actually doable. They can change the package on the fly, okay? Will they do it for the production races like NIS? Man, I hope so. Uh, Tony Gardner was in the, the thread talking about it a little bit, and I, I got the impression that, he wasn't ready to do that, but they were willing to do it for NBC. Well, yeah, I would imagine that everything would have to be tested out. I mean, there's a big difference between having a couple guys on it or a few guys on it compared to everyone. You know, yeah, everyone. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I wouldn't expect to see anything like that until you know they have it fully tested and all ready for a release. Well, and let's see where NASCAR goes with it, too. I mean, NASCAR seems to be done with their testing of these different packages for the year. What are they going to do next year? Uh, are we going to stick to one package? It might be a mute point after all, so we'll see. Man, I hope they go with the low downforce. I think everyone seems to like that, and I think the high downforce was a total disaster, so uh, I don't see any other choice. Yep. 
All right, uh, just to let uh, everyone know, uh, Logan kind of came in last minute, and I probably certainly appreciate it, uh, you coming in. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll want to come back. And uh, But uh, you got any final thoughts, uh, Logan, or anything you want to let us know? Um, you guys are doing really good on this, and uh, keep it up. I listen to it sometimes. Just keep it up. Uh, you're getting up there. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Logan. Um, but definitely uh, after the Pro Series, once you come on, uh, on and we'll, we'll talk more Pro Series and more about what you're doing. Um, yeah, we'd up. love to have an insider uh, to give us a, a weekly or biweekly report there. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, definitely. I yeah, appreciate that. Uh, Mike, you got any final thoughts? Uh, not really. Just hit us up. Uh, hey, we're a community. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube, Twitch, you name it. Uh, get us questions, guys. We want to start a mailbag segment and go over what you guys are thinking about out there, our listeners. We know you're out there. We have over 2,500 downloads so far. So, uh, hey, let us know. All right. Plus, uh, any final thoughts? Who? All right, Carlos, man of many words there. Oh, I really I just couldn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so you have any? Well, I don't really want to advertise my channel, but, you know, I recently tried. I have to get that out there. You know, if you're having trouble out of track, go check it out. It's Embracing Chewy Side on YouTube or just type in Chewy 75. It'll get you. It'll get you somewhere. Anyways, that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, I also want to point out that, uh, you know, Carlos puts in the forms. He, he has a new track guide out there and and uh, it's quite obviously that it's helping a lot of people. Um, you know, a lot of times, or sometimes Carlos isn't the fastest one, doesn't show you the fastest way, but he shows you the correct line on how to run, on how to run these tracks. And, uh, I know a lot of people appreciate it. And then some people have done very well after watching your track guide. So, uh, as a community, uh, we should all be thanking you. So, uh, thank you, Carlos. Yep. Yes, sir. I, it helps me too. I, I, I certainly look at it each week and, uh, like, okay, how do I get around here again? But it, it really helps you pick out, you know, your break points and stuff. Yeah, now, now when we get to Martinsville, uh, the, you probably don't want to trust my guy there. I'm horrible at Martinsville. All right, for uh, my final thoughts, I just want to make sure that I thank uh, Kevin O'Keefe and uh, Logan Clampett for being on. Um, I really certainly appreciate it. We're very excited for Logan and uh, and what he's got coming up and uh, being able to talk to him uh, after the Pro Series starts. Um, if you uh, haven't been able to check out Kevin O'Keefe's uh, YouTube channel or Twitch channel, it's just at Rutgers Kev, and you can find it. Uh, he, he does his NIS races every week. He never misses a week. He is pretty entertaining, and uh, it is top split racing, and even though... Uh, uh, Kevin isn't the fastest, but uh, it is still a, a, a good watch. So if you haven't seen it, uh, watch it. And uh, I certainly want to uh, put a big thank you out for Kevin for being on the show. I appreciate that. Um, so, but anyway, the the goal is the, of the show is to make sure you know more about iRacing than your friends. <laughs> and uh, And hopefully you guys do by listening to this thing. And uh, since we 
have a uh, crack staff of uh, Mike Ellis searching all the things for us and putting out all the notes. I appreciate that, Mike. Thank you. Um, but there is a myriad of ways to get a hold of us. You can check us out at Twitter, iRacers Lounge, Facebook at iRacers Lounge, subscribe to our YouTube channel at iRacers Lounge, where uh, Carlos uh, graciously puts up the show. And you can bookmark our website at Everest's Lounge. And uh, you can definitely contact me, Alan Pajari, or Mike Ellis, or Carlos Fonseca about being on the show, or uh, questions or topics that you guys want us to discuss. And uh, and uh, we'll definitely uh, put them on the show. And um, But otherwise, it's, uh, uh, it's been uh, fun. So that's it, guys. See ya. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the iRacers Lounge podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us over on iTunes and Stitcher. See you on the track.